This is Brian Reaney. I'm a professor of medicine and leader of the GU program at Cleveland Clinic Tossig Cancer Center. And I'm going to talk today about the evolving options in advanced renal cell carcinoma, as well as some exciting findings that came out of the recent GU symposium. Kidney cancer has changed dramatically since I got involved uh, almost 20 years ago from very primitive immune therapies and drugs that didn't work much, transitioning to VEGF-targeted therapies, which have taken over and become the cornerstone of treatment over the last decade or so, and now rapidly transitioning to immunotherapy-based regimens. Uh, this has resulted in greater median survival for patients from about one year when I started to two or three years in the targeted therapy era, and now I think we're going to see survival over four years when some of these immunotherapy trials mature. Um, we've also seen increases in response rates, increases in complete response rates, and longer progression-free survival. So the treatment options have expanded dramatically um, from the high-dose IL-2 approval in 1992 now to over a dozen drugs approved and, and more regimens coming. I presented data regarding a study called TiVo3. So TiVo3 was a study of a potent selective VEGF receptor inhibitor called tivozinib that has sort of a storied development history in metastatic kidney cancer. So this drug was developed a little later than some of the other VEGF-targeted therapies in RCC. And its first trial was called TiVo1, was against serafinib in a frontline setting and demonstrated great response rate and progression-free survival advantages and very well tolerated. The problem with that study is it was done in parts of the world where no secondary treatment existed. And patients on the serafinib arm could cross over and get tavozinib, which was active in that second-line setting, but the opposite wasn't true. Tavozinib patients could not cross over. Uh, and at least in part due to that reason, the overall survival uh, non-significantly favored serafinib. And so the drug was not approved in the U.S., it was later approved in Europe in 2017, but there was still work to do to show that it was a safe and effective drug. And that was the basic impetus for the TiVo3 trial. So TiVo3 uh, was the same randomization, tivozinib versus serafinib, but this time in very refractory patients, patients who had failed two to three prior treatments, including at least one VEGF receptor inhibitor, and about a quarter of patients who had received prior uh, uh, immuno-oncology or IO agents, as is now common, as I alluded to. So what this trial showed was, um, again, both a progression-free survival and a response rate advantage, about six versus four months for progression-free survival and 18 versus 8% for response rate. The survival data was immature. Um, the hazard ratio was above one. It was 1.12, but non-significant. And again, immature data that will await further follow-up um, probably later this year in 2019. So um, as we discuss the combinations involving these VEGF TKIs and immunotherapy, I think one of the defining features is going to be TKIs that are well tolerated. TKIs that are very toxic are going to be much harder to combine and tolerate on a long-term basis. And so it may be that one of the great advantages of tavozinib, if it can get over its regulatory hurdle, is to be a backbone of combination for some of these emerging uh, VEGF IO combinations. Uh, the applications of the findings from TiVo3 I think they're really supportive of what we already knew about the drug, and hopefully uh, the ultimate uh, endpoint is to lead to regulatory approval, both in the U.S. and Europe, so that it can be used initially in refractory patients, but as mentioned, potentially move to uh, the front line where it could be used in combination with immune therapy.